For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Hey, this is Lou Holtz. It's uh, Thursday. This uh, it's April the eighteenth up here sometime, uh, and you're listening to Pat McAfee Show 2.0. And I'll tell you what, if you want to enjoy this, uh, you, three things that you need to find to enjoy a podcast. Number one, put your feet up and find yourself a comfortable place. Number two is get yourself a beverage of your choice. I don't care if that thing is an adult one or a Kool Aid. And third, most important thing to enjoy this podcast, if you can find a defensive tackle that can get after the quarterback, draft him because your life. It becomes easier. I've been in the it. I never found out if it is. But Costco is always a good place to shop. Today's show is a great one. DeQuell Jackson stops by for a conversation that you're going to want to hear. He wrote a letter to Tom Brady asking for his football back. It is electric. Yep. We're broadcasting live from my backyard, so a lot of random shit is about to pop off. Today's show is a must-listen, and today's show is brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket-buying platform on planet Earth and... The moon. We've done the test, we've done the research, and it holds true. If you're going to buy a ticket on the moon, you use... SeatGeek. If you're going to buy a ticket here on planet Earth, you use... SeatGeek. Let me tell you why. Because SeatGeek scans all the other ticket-buying platforms and makes sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. Is it best bang for your buck? Yeah. Most, yeah. most bang for your buck. Most bang for your buck. Well, you want the best, too. You you get, you're getting the best bang. tickets at the best prices from the best humans for the biggest bang. You get it. SeatGeek is doing that. All the groundwork that you need to be done to make sure you're not getting screwed over, SeatGeek's already doing that. And it's very simple to buy from SeatGeek. All it takes is two taps. Two taps. Wow. That was probably four because... Connor hit it twice, and I said it, but it's just two taps. You download the SeatGeek app, you use promo code PAT, you get $10 off your first ticket purchase. Wow. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Or you use McAfee and get $20 off your first ticket purchase. It's even more incredible. Shout out to SeatGeek for being an electric sponsor of ours and an incredible ticket-buying platform. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live today. There's a lot happening. Comedy, theater, sports, you name it, SeatGeek has the best tickets for you. And they're also our main sponsor. So mm-hmm. if you can utilize them, that'd be great so they keep sticking around with us and allow us to live this very stupid live, which involves a big Zito moment here at the end of the show that you're going to want to listen to. <laughs> also, Bespoke Post is the greatest thing that I've signed up for in a long time. It's basically Christmas once a month to me, from me, from the fine folks at Bespoke Post. Let me okay. tell you what happens. Bespoke Post searches the entire world for tra- Trendy, up-and-coming, awesome items, and they put it in a box, which they deem the box of awesome, which I've never heard something more accurately described. When it shows up at the office, it's a nice gift for me that just shows up out of nowhere. The boys also have signed up. Ty Schmidt just got in on this Mm -hmm. thing, and there's different types of box of awesomes that you can get. And when it shows up, Ty, what is it? It's a surprising moment for you. Yeah, every single time. I love it. Mm -hmm. Us as adults... 
There's not many things that just pop up out of nowhere and surprise us. Nope. No. And help us. No. Us and as Box adults. of Awesome has done that, and you can get in on the action as well. Boxofawesome.com is what place you got to go. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every single month. They test everything in the Box of Awesome themselves, from style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear. Every product gets put through the ringer before it gets put inside a monthly Box of Awesome. Oh. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any single time. Wow. Each box costs each box costs only forty five bucks, but has over seventy dollars worth of gear inside. You're already getting twenty five bucks just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. Look awesome. at you. Boom. Wow. Bang. Boom. Bing. That's a, that's, that's a loud <laughs> bang for your buck. Get twenty percent off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code Heartland at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code Heartland for twenty percent off your first box. Ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna love this conversation. Dear Tom Brady. First and foremost, congratulations on a sixth championship. Well-deserved, my friend. Do you remember that game we played four years ago in the AFC Championship? You may not remember, but you sent Grunt on a seam route down the middle, and I picked it off. Boy, did that feel so good. I mean, you never throw them. Anyways, I gave the football to the Colts equipment guys. They wrote my name and my initial on that football. I had already started visualizing where I was going to place that football on my mantle. Here's the fucked up part. I never got my ball back. The NFL said it was deflated. Then Bill Belichick and Bill Nye, the science guy, had a pissing contest over PSI levels. The best way I can describe it, it's like meeting someone and it's love at first sight. And after meeting once, you never have a chance to ever speak again. Roger Goodell probably has my fucking football on his damn mantle. Look, Tom, you beat our ass fair and square. I've accepted it and I've moved on. But now I'm asking you man to man and father to father. Please help me get my football back. Or do I feel inflated? Sincerely yours, your friend, Jaquel Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me now is a man who is the epicenter of conversation in the NFL for quite some time. He's a pro bowler. He was an incredible veteran in the Indianapolis Colts locker room. He was a legend for the Cleveland Browns. He had an old school helmet, guaranteed to have concussion protocol a few times. He was a locker mate of mine, good dude, and the man who intercepted the ball that went on to start the deflate gate conversation, Dequell Jackson. Yeah. Woo. What's going on, fellas? How you doing, brother? Dequell, life is good. Uh, not as good as yours. I've been watching you on Instagram. You and your lady have been traveling the world. How has retirement been? Retirement has been great. You know, I've, I've added a couple pounds. I think I, I'm sitting in my gym right now, so just a constant reminder, I need to get back in the gym. But life has been good. We've been traveling like crazy, man. Uh, wife has been on maternity leave for quite some time. We had to get it in. You know, we brought we brought our little son with us everywhere. We uh, we traveled, so that was good. He's good on planes. So, uh, yeah, life is good, man. I have no complaints. Where did you go? Where's the sweet place you went to that I should travel so we to? Just got, we just got back from, have you ever been to Anguilla? Don't even know what that is. Anguilla, St. Bart's, um, you know, it is great food, uh, sky blue beaches, uh, just a great time. Did the boating thing, did the, uh, uh, you know, snorkeling thing. Uh, it was just a great time. You know, we, we've been there. We just got back from there probably about a week ago. Well, you just, hey, uh, Dequel, I want to say this. You deserve everything that you go and enjoy. 
Because whenever you came to the Colts, not only were you a hard-nosed man, but you worked your ass off. First guy in the locker room, last guy out, and you were a leader in there. So go enjoy those sky blue beaches all you need to do, bro. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, yeah, you, hey you know what? You made my life a living hell the first couple weeks because <laughs> I had no idea. I always tell you this. Anytime we get together, I always tell you this. You know, I come in early, but somehow – you always had so much energy, like it was the middle of the f- the freaking day. <laughs> you know, it, it was, I got used to it. it. It was great. I realized. Do you remember when uh, I turned to you? I was like, "Dude, is this what I have to look forward to every morning?" And he was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! From that point, I was like, "I love this guy, man." Uh, I get it. I get it. Man. Well. I understand. I understand that your job was a much more miserable one than mine. So I felt like bringing the juice was something that I had to do. I feel. Yeah, like- I appreciated it, man. It, it made, it made uh, the days go by a lot quicker. I can tell you that. <sighs> hey, man. I need to know. Is this going to yeah. be like this every day? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that was like six forty-five a.m. too. And yeah, it was early in the morning, and I, I had nothing. I couldn't respond. I was like, oh, I just dropped my head in my hand. <laughs> By the way, I want to. I want to let you know that at that moment, I knew I had you cracked. You know, I know, I knew I had you. I was like, all right, I got yeah, this. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got me. You all got right, Dequell. Let's talk about the video that you released onto the internet yesterday that was absolutely magical. I mean, it was an incredible thing. It was, uh, it it revolved around you writing a letter to Tom Brady, basically saying, Hey Tom, I know that a lot of things happened with the whole deflate ball situation. I know that my interception led to that entire investigation, but I had nothing to do with that. And all I want is my goddamn ball back is basically what you said. Pretty much, pretty much. You know, my, um, the woman who helps me kind of navigate through this uh, this new retirement world, she she brought it to my attention. She was like, you know what? Uh, I have some connections at uh, Uninterrupted. You know, let's get together. Let's come up with something uh, around the Flategate. And a guy named Lee Altman, I want to say. Um, I'm sorry if, I pop, if I'm butchering his last name, but we came up with the he came up with the idea. I kind of gave him some, you know, uh, <laughs> so you know, some of my weird humor. Uh, sort of say, but we, we he came up with something. It was like uh, when he when he brought it to my attention. The first thing that came to mind was Jimmy Fallon. You know, yeah. if you ever seen Jimmy Fallon, he has these like uh, thank you notes or yep. something like that. Oh yeah. And I thought it was a brilliant way to kind of you know connect the dots between you know making light of a situation that a lot of Boston fans really don't like. Me. They really don't like me, and all I wanted was my fucking football, and I wanted to <laughs> that, you know, it wasn't me. I wasn't a whistleblower. That was above my pay grade. I was just doing my job. I wanted my freaking football, and if anyone could get it back, it would be Tom Brady. So uh, it, we had fun with it. It was great. Hopefully, I don't know if he'll respond. Probably not. But uh, I've had a lot of fun with just, you know, talking to fans on Instagram and Twitter, just kind of, you know, uh, talking it up a little bit. But it it was a great time, man. It was was a lot of fun. I thought it was absolutely genius. I want to let you know. And I never really thought to ask you about the entire situation because the last thing you're thinking about, especially as a guy who doesn't touch the football often as a middle linebacker. Right, right. for instance, I touch the ball a lot, right? So if the ball Absolutely. if the ball has a little bit less in it or a little bit more in it, I know immediately because I, yes. I I touch the ball a lot. You are not a guy that's around the football. That's why you play middle linebacker. You catch the ball. Easy. Easy. 
Yeah, that's you can't catch the ball often, but that one time right, it, it right. got stuck. It's stuck in your hand somehow. <laughs> I think they should have checked the gloves possibly. But you catch the ball. You toss it to an equipment manager, and you just go, hey, man, I'll get this back. Just like I just picked off Tom Brady in a fucking yeah. playoff game. I would like this yeah. ball back. That ball disappears forever. I never even thought about your heartbreak here. So, oh, oh, listen, this has been – I've been. This has been a sore, you know, topic of mine for a very long time. When you talk about, I don't mind talking about what happened, but when you talk about, do I have my souvenir? It's very touchy for a moment. <laughs> I have my wife. I have my wife. My wife used to work in D.C. on the on the Hill and, and government. I had her pulling all the strings, I'm like call everyone you know. I need to get this freaking football back. I, do we need to hire an attorney? I wanted my football. I really did. I don't have anything of Tom Brady or in my. You know, in my little yeah. Let me show you something. Yeah, we're taking a this tour of his uh, his workout room in his office, I believe now. So, can you see all this? We got helmets, we got jerseys, we got autographed pictures, yes. we got a lot and of I don't memorabilia. Have a Pat McAfee jersey, by the way, or Cleek. So, just let you know. Not but, yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. We'll get that. It's, come, it's on its way. way. It's on its way. Yeah. But yeah, that was you know I, all I wanted. You know, I, I, I was kind of trying to save myself because everyone blamed me for for everything. And like you mentioned, I never touched the football. I had no ideas. My hands were numb. I was surprised that I even caught the <laughs> in the first place. You know, and I can show you exactly if we have some time. I can show you exactly where I want to put this football. I have a special place for it, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hardly doubt it, but I'll do for an autograph. You know, football by the goat himself. That'll that'll win me over. I they think die. I think that's the most impressive part about all this is the players that were in the actual game, right? All of us in the locker room. We would like to not talk about that game because how big of a fucking blowout it was. I mean, it was a, yes. it was a great yeah. season. It was a great season, <laughs> right. and it ended in a very negative manner there. I Remember the storm that kicked off right before the game started? I mean, uh, it was just a nightmare of a situation. Oh, uh, it was a nightmare from, I tell you what, the minute I heard the ball bounce off of Josh Cribb's helmet, I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> we were in trouble. I think we. I think the defense. We 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 stormed out. I think we got a three and out. We're punting. We're feeling good about ourselves. You know, E Wall. Everyone. We're, we're looking at each other like, yeah. You know, like, you know, we we may have a game here. And then all of a sudden, you hear this loud thump, and it's Josh Cribs. And Tom Brady and that offense has the ball back on like the fifteen yard line. <laughs> it just it just snowballed out of out of control from that point. Had no shot in hell. And then, so, yeah. and then obviously that game lingered for years because of the deflate gate. And every single time it got brought up, everybody on our team was asked about it. Like, so what do you do? You think he was deflating the football? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give what a shit. What yeah, what I, we got our ass kicked. Fair square. <laughs> A football didn't change the outcome of that game. I can tell you that. You said it, and I've said it numerous times. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. That's not even close. You he deserve is. to get your ball he back. Is. You know what's funny? Out of my 11, 11, you know, long, hard, you know, uh, you know, going through surgeries, what have you, I played this game for a very long time. When people bring up my name. Unfortunately, it's got to be associated with the flag game. So I got to have fun with it. I got to have fun with it. Well, I think you're addressing it head on, by the way. In the in the midst of a PR crisis, you got to dive right in front of it, take it head on, and then it'll get past it. I think the what the video you put out was absolutely beautiful, and I think you I'm handled it in an incredible... By the way, just like you handle everything else, you handle things in a very gracious manner, and I think that's what made you such a well-beloved player in the locker room. Hey, Pat, that means a lot coming from you, man. That really does, man. 
Well, hey, I don't know if you're being serious there or not, but it's every fucking day. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I, I saw you kicking footballs recently. What is that? Uh, do we have some breaking news here, or what's the deal with that? Uh, well, I mean, I am. Th- am I allowed to ask some questions right oh, now? Oh, you are. Yeah, you're. Yeah. You, well, you're allowed to do whatever you want. I mean, you were the guy that started to flake gate. I mean, I know this. Whatever you get your hands on is going to turn into gold, man. Because you're you're what incredibly talented individual. Hey, I tell you that, and you're not afraid to do what you feel right in your heart. You know, so I appreciate that, man. I really do. Hey, to really that means I'm being serious when I say we're having a moment here. I thank you for we that. Are. That we means are. I've been kicking footballs though at night um, for like the last three, four weeks. Um, field goals though, Dequel. Field goals. Field goals. So okay, we'll okay. see how the leg holds up. We'll see if any situations arise. Oh, it's gonna hold up. It's gonna hold up. Hey, boom. Come hey. on, man. Are you kidding me? Dequel, I'm kicking the fuck out of the ball, man. <laughs> I'm kicking the <laughs> shit out. I thought I lost. I've witnessed it. Yeah. I've witnessed you kick sixty some odd yard field goals in practice, and I know. Just everyone's looking around like, "What the? F- what are we doing here? Like, we can score with Pat." <laughs> well, there's Vin- there was Vinatieri there for a long time. I got very yeah yeah he's a go he's a go. I got go. Vi- I got very lucky to learn from Vinatieri for a long time. Yes, but yes. I get I get a little bit antsy when I don't have like a big goal, right? So I need like a big goal. I need something. Okay, we okay, we, we okay. run our business. We run our business day to day. Very lucky to be successful. But at the end of the day, I need something big to happen. I got and, it. and there hasn't been many big things happening. So once yeah, I started kicking yeah. the football and started kicking field goals again i was like wait a minute it's still yeah, there yeah, wait yeah, a minute the peace yeah that's your place of peace you get to calm down and relax when you're kicking footballs man i get it i get it oh dequel i don't know what to do <laughs> i honestly don't know what to do right now i, I am very hey, con- you're doing it you're doing it right now you're doing it who, you know take it day to day man who cares we're in no rush you know man you're pat McAfee. go do some stand-up you can go do stand-up you can go do you can yeah. do whatever the hell you want to do Speaking of, we have a tour announcement coming out on Monday. I'm doing a six six city tour. (laughs) Breaking news. Uh, But there's a lot of things happening. And let's get you your ball back. Yes, and cheer, I don't know if you have a drink, but cheers to that. I have uh, yep. some nice wine here. That hey, cheers to you, man. I got a pitcher here. We're a little short on the drink. Hey, what is that? Water? What is that? It's water, man. Somebody here was supposed to bring drinks, and they chose not to. And it's it's actually a little wait, bit of wait, a sore wait, subject wait a minute, right wait now. Wait a minute. So how many of you are out in your backyard right now? Seven. Seven, and no one brought a drink. Well, somebody was supposed to bring drinks, and they chose not to do it. It was actually a Don't very get that ass kick right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, it almost Green. happened. Dequel, it almost happened. It almost happened, man. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Tell your beautiful wife and your baby we said hello, will you? Oh, and congratulations to you, by the way. Forever's a long time, man. Hey, listen, listen. Hey, the way you your proposal, I'm glad I was done with my situation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I couldn't even show my wife. I'm like, uh, nah, I'm not going to show my wife. <laughs> yeah, right. You got married in like some Italian villa. Yeah, but the, it's all about the, the, the steps, man, the journey. That was freaking player. That was some. That was the boss move, man. Hey, cheers. Cheers, cheers to you, man. Yeah. Hey, Jaquel, I appreciate the hell out of you, man. Good luck with everything. You're the best. Hey, same to you. Hey, keep in touch, man. Hey. Good luck, fellas. And bring some drinks the next time, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Damn right. I got it for sure. Cheers, Dequel. You're the best, dude. All right. Take care. Yep. He's the man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's a good dude. Cool dude. Started to flake game, but cool dude. <laughs>
Yeah, see, I, I honestly, I didn't even think about him getting thrown under the bus for that whole thing until I think I talked to him like a month afterwards. No, it was at the Pro Bowl the, the week afterwards. He was there. It was in Arizona out in the middle of oh, the yeah. desert. And Dequel was there smoking a cigar, I think, out on the back patio. And he was like, man, I just keep getting hit up about this deflategate <laughs> thing. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about you just – you're pretty much in the middle of this whole thing. I forgot to ask him right there. And I think he told us before. I want to know if he ever got interviewed for the whole thing. And I don't think he ever even got talked to. I don't even think they even asked him no. about anything. You asked him that uh, when we were in Minnesota. Yeah, at the Super Bowl. He and said he didn't. He said nobody even reached out to yeah. him, right? All the quote was like, look, he was just a football player. Uh, that Minnesota interview was one of the most awkward points in my life. I was sitting right in the middle of Dequell Jackson, who started the whole deflate gate, not by his own fault, obviously, and then Dave Portnoy on my right, just <laughs> yeah, grilling think, each other. I think but. Portnoy and Dequell like, handled it. Yeah, I, I, I was very like cordial, but it could have been could have been a little powder keg situation. Right? I, 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 I want to let you know, I was in between Dave Portnoy and Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I, I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. I, I don't think I've ever had a more hilarious morning than when I was sitting next to Bill Nye. I asked him about marijuana immediately. <laughs> and then the entire room just changed. I was like, uh, they're like, Pat, do you have any questions for Bill Nye? I'm like, uh, absolutely. I'd like to ask him about marijuana. They're like, okay, you can do that. After you do that, uh, Dave's going to read the blog that he, it was a hit piece basically. On Bill Nye. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I'll just ask my question and get out of the way. They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, here we go. So I asked the question and then Dave, to Dave's credit, Dave read the entire blog that he wrote about Bill Nye that was in a negative fashion. And Bill Nye sat there, took it right on the chin, fought back. They had a nice cordial conversation, and it was a beautiful moment. Just like the Dequel Dave. I think, by the way, Dave gets judged for a lot of things. I'd say Dave is stern but fair. I think, yep, I, I, agree with that. I think Dave is stern Absolutely. but fair. I think he's stern but fair. Just like with Dequel, Bill Nye, he did not back off on it. <laughs> I think it was good. Shout out to Dequel for coming on. Incredible conversation. Shout out to the boys here. We're about to dive into a great conversation from my backyard. I think you're going to enjoy that. Ty Schmidt's going to be up till 4 a.m. Send him some tweets saying you love him. <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. We're about to have bats get involved. Ooh. Gorman almost falls in a pool. Yep. Connor gets yelled at. You're going to hear the whole Many story times. that we just talked about there about the drinks with Dequel. You're going to love that. Nick almost killed Boston Connor. This conversation you're about to enjoy. Shout out to Dequel. We appreciate you so much. Um, yeah, have a great day. We're coming to you live from my backyard. The birds are chirping. The birds are flying overhead. There's coyotes, there's deer, there's dogs, there's cats, there's mice, and there's a slew of gentlemen that have traveled up here joining me in my backyard. At Hey Gorman, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm about to go poolside, and I don't want to go in. Well, yeah, your your seat is definitely in the pool currently. Oh, jeez. we are sitting around the pool that I have uh-huh. never been allowed to get into due to the hole in my eardrum this upcoming summer. It's going to be a completely different animal. Later in the show, I will be asking the boys their top three spring-summer songs because it does feel as if the weather is about to change a little bit. I'm, I'm very excited for it. Also, at Viva Lazito has brought his incredible intelligence to my backyard. <laughs> Zito, how are you feeling? This uh, I totally thought a pelican was a crane earlier. Yeah, you said they were actually the same thing. And then and then you said a turkey and a pelican were the same thing. And then we got to the bottom of uh, eggs. Turkey lay eggs. Yes. Turns out birds do lay eggs. That is a <laughs> fucking insane thing. I've never had a turkey scrambled egg. Well, 
well, you should think about it sometime. Uh, at Boston Connor, also here. He arrived in the middle of uh, <laughs> chaos, to be honest. He, in the group text, said he would bring drinks. He chose not to do so. <laughs> Nick Moraldo, not very happy with him. How do you... How do you? There's no discrepancies. Well, I mean, drinks. We brought four propels. I yep. believe that qualifies as drinks. There's seven people here. Seven people. You're minus the three from the pub. We brought drinks for 100% yeah. of the people at this party. <laughs> <laughs> Boston Connor is the greatest deflector of blame I've ever met in my entire life. It's almost a real talent at this point. How good he is at just blaming others for things that he fucks up. Uh, speaking of person who blamed him for something, at Nick Moraldo. Also, I would like to blame Nick Moraldo for the Penguins loss. Let me tell you why. I took a lot of heat on the internet the last two days. A lot of heat from almost the entire city. <laughs> Evan Fox. Uh, Evan Fox just decided to let the cell phone, which is recording for YouTube, just sit all by itself. And uh, it just got blown over here in the backyard while he was going to go hit another fucking pitching wedge. Nothing to do here, he said. My job. My job is done. This thing's on the... The cell phone is sitting on a little thing, on a gimbal, uh, on a gimbal that the bottom of it is about as round as a fucking quarter. <laughs> and he put it on a table that is not sturdy. It's been in the backyard for the entire winter. That thing has seen winter coming and just decided <laughs> to go Game hit some golf balls in the back. You see that Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah I mean, you beat him one time, and then all of a sudden he just forgets his job, picks up the golf club, and he's heading over there to try and you know get a leg up all of a sudden. Well, let's not forget that... Uh, Every video that Foxy records, he decides to send into my cell phone. So I had a 158-minute video that Foxy recorded with his fucking ass the other (laughs) evening just show up in my phone at 3 a.m. It makes zero sense. Uh, Foxy, I don't want to say Foxy has changed with success. I will say that Foxy has matured with success, and with the maturity comes forgetting things. Like, for instance, Gorman, a little bit of an older gentleman. Microphone's down there. Uh, it's in your pocket. <laughs> I'm trying to give my summer bangers together. Your, your summer spring bangers. Oh, Perfect. Um, but as you get older and you mature, you forget things. Like, Foxy's just forgetting drinks. his job on most parts. Yeah. Connor's forgetting drinks. Well, we remember drinks, but okay. Of course. Continue. Anyways, we're back. Okay. So I've been taking a lot of heat from, like, the entire city of Pittsburgh for the last two days because I've sent out some tweets saying that the Penguins were a lock. Which which they were. I've watched this Penguins team every single shift, Mm. every single line change, Mm -hmm. every Mm. single, the whole season, all 96 games. Mm -hmm. Yep. There it is. Yeah. I watched the 14 preseason games too. Whenever they're skating down there at South Point, which is where they practice in Pittsburgh, I watched them do some. Yeah, they moved. Well, back. Nice Back in this facility, it's incredible. The Lemieux Complex, it's great. Okay, I watched them practice. I've watched this team. I didn't think there was any shot that they would lose in the barn over there the New York Islanders. Then whenever I saw them lose the first game, I was like, you know what? That's what the Pens do. They're gentlemen. They're classy. We're an organization that revolves around doing the right thing at the right time. First home game since 1984 or something like that for the New York Islanders. Yep. You get it? In the 80s. And I just assumed the Pens were going to be the I locked up the second one. Oh, I said, yeah. boys, this is a lock. The Pens are no longer the gentlemen. They're going to win this one and kind of just establish their dominance on this New York Islanders team that hasn't had a home ice situation in the playoffs since 88. Yep. Ever. Yeah. It's a year after I was born. 30 years ago. Do the wow, math. Long time. Three decades, some would say. Mm-hmm. Some would say uh, almost half a century. Yeah. 
So then he loses game two. Well, at that point, if I know Sid like I think I do, Sid's going to get in there with his little Canadian accent, number 87, with his stick in the ear guards that he wears on his fucking helmet, and he's going to talk to Gino, and they're going to go, listen, Putin's going to be pissed. Let's do this thing. We're not going to go down 3-0. So I say, this is a lock. Actually, I didn't even. I didn't even put it out. No. I didn't put out that it was a lock, even though in my heart, I knew it was. Oh, yeah. They lose without me putting out the tweet that it's a lock. Obviously, the curse gets reversed there because mm-hmm. I didn't say it was a lock, and they still lost. Reverse, reverse. So... Game four, the Pittsburgh Penguins tweet out, do or die. And I go, go ahead and lock this motherfucker up for the Pittsburgh Penguins. (laughs) They're tweeting out that they know this is a do or die situation. The locker room has caught wind that I have told them, hey, let's go, boys. And what do they do? They get run off the fucking ice. (laughs) And that's my fault. I get blamed because I sent out some tweets. And, Nick, you just sit there and let me take bombs over Baghdad on the Internet, not even tell me, like, hey, hey, Pat. The Pens are going to lose this series. I feel like I should have been I told. I told you not to tweet out those locks. I said it. I said it on the podcast. I'm on record as advising you not to tweet out the locks. You but did it anyways. But because you're so selfless and you're whoa, such a hockey guy, whoa. you took the blame for I the did. team as a mature veteran leader. That way the players don't have to feel it on their shoulders. That's right. It's on you. Congratulations, Jake Gensel. Congratulations, Matt Murray. Yep. Congrats, yep. Sid. Congrats, Gino. Congrats, Schultz. Congrats, Rusty. Congrats, that entire locker room. Yep. I am the one to blame for those tweets for your loss. Wow. Get to work this offseason. Let's come back and win another cup. Boys. Wow. Hey, here we go. Look huh? at me doing there that, by the go. way. That's my official statement on the entire thing. Also, follow-up to official statement. How the fuck did we just get swept like that? We're supposed to be the best team in hockey. Like, what, 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 what well, did I have not watched a single game. The best team game. in hockey got swept this year, too. Yeah. The Bay Lightning. Historically, like, past 20 years, one of the greatest seasons ever in the league, especially the past 20 years, and they just got dog-walked by Columbus. I saw, dog-walked, by the way. Cardi B, respect. Yeah, she B. drugs dudes and then rapes them. Or not rapes. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, you could have yeah. that yeah. argument. And yeah. then she robs them. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the Tampa Allegedly. Bay? No, no, she said she did it. I mean, yeah, she, this pretty, wasn't even a court case. Concrete she, proof. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she was like wide open, and they were yeah. just like, "Yeah, this is what I would do." Nice of her to admit it, but I mean, very nice for her to take. By the way, rappers since the beginning of time have been admitting to doing terrible things to people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What's your body count? Mine's double digits. Mm-hmm. That's not like uh, dancing with. I, I believe that is a murder. Big yeah. used to rap yeah. about slipping girls a Mickey, popping on some of their drink. Rick yeah. Ross did too one time. My she ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed it. She, she ain't even know it. He go. got dropped by Reebok the next day, as soon as that song came out. So <laughs> I respect that. He didn't, yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't even know. know. He's probably on a plane somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But rappers have been talking about doing terrible things for a long time to upset street cred. So Cardi B just flipping it on its head. I understand the uproar because it's something very terrible, but I feel like that's what rappers do. If you get shot, it, it ups your rap game. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just something you do. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, Gorman, how did that happen? I just think Cardi B in that whole thing. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> just let me say this on Cardi B. We don't know if she did it or not. She said she did it. So now you're saying she's a liar. Well, I'm just saying, you oh, said about whoa. street cred and stuff like this. You tag a story to an artist, do the math. <laughs> you like that? Uh, uh, you, I don't you know. She want that to be her well, association. It, because, now remember, Rick Ross almost died because he was having a threesome with two strippers. Correct. Yeah. These types of stories do come out where it kind of ups her street cred. That will Anyways, that's in the past. Dog Walk was a great line. Tampa Bay Lightning, why did they lose and why did the Penguins the lose? The captains of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I'm going to throw in John Cooper there, the head coach, 
should be embarrassed. Whoa. If you're listening right now, they're you should not, be embarrassed. Oh, they are not listening. These damn coast. I'm just saying. You got your damn face dude. just dragged across the mud, embarrassing. The I mean records being anyway that's in a nutshell it's just embarrassing. It was I'm coaching. I'm going coaching. after I'm going after the captains first because that's your locker room and you boys didn't show up and I know Are you're you watching the fourth wall. Yeah, he is. He's so. talking at the he's talking to the YouTube. I, no, I thing. want him to hear me. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I want him to hear me. You know, have, what was it, Nick? 117 points or 111 points? Or, yeah, I can't remember the exact I mean, number, but uh, come on. it's just they're men- they were mentally weak. Right? I'm, I'm happy the NHL season's over, though. Yeah, I'm happy it's, it's over. Good season. I don't have anything to worry about anymore. Yeah. Your season I, is over. We still got some games to play. Yeah. For instance, my season's just beginning. The yeah, Knights are rolling. The Vegas Golden Knights, duds. Mark Andre Fleury's in a sack. I mean, I'm kind of a fan of that guy. I hope they do well. Are they still doing shows? Yeah, is there like an entire night operation before there where they're slaying the king I and the beast? I think they've toned it down they a little have, bit. I haven't they seen have video toned about it down. It. We do have a new wagon out front, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you can get on the bandwagon now. And I think I might, by the way. Hey, oh. Now that my team's out. Plenty of room No better for time you. than now. So just like I was a Pirates fan growing up, but for 20 years they were fucking dog shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had a regular season team with the Pirates. Really. Playoff team was the Yankees. There so I was a Yankees fan in the playoffs. Yep. I'm not a hockey fan during a regular season. Mm-hmm. During the playoffs... I'm a diehard Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It only lasted four games this year. I'm kind of upset that my hockey season did not last that long. You got shorted. I did get shorted. Yeah. You did. I should be more upset with the Penguins than I am. I think, I think you should. Especially if you're taking no, all this blame. No, no, I'm a good fan. Yeah, I'm, my fanhood's right. strong. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights probably going to win the Stanley Cup. Go ahead and lock that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I love the confidence. <laughs> I love the confidence. Uh, oh. Another league uh, decided to release their schedule. At Ty Schmidt here, by the way. At Evan Fox, he's playing golf in the back. Um, <laughs> I hit it whip? on. Was that a whip? Oh, uh, no, that was Foxy's shot. He just missed. Yeah, it's very nice of him. Another league decided to steal the headlines uh, last night and release the schedule. Now, that, that's how you know that a league feels themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They The schedule release was being marketed for like a week and a half. Like, hey, we got the schedule coming out. Go ahead and shut down everything you got happening on Wednesday the 17th. We're going to release who's going to play wh- who, where, and when. And it's real, though. It's just like the draft, and next week it's going to dominate. Yeah. It's just the same exact thing. What are some notable games that, that got announced that we should all be excited about? I mean, right off the bat, let's just get to it. The Patriots might end oh, Ben God. Roethlisberger's Boo. career and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, we very well Yins don't have a chance of the Big Ben ever. Yeah, but you got to remember, and this is what I'm learning as a, a member of the um, the critics, which yeah. is what I am. Mm-hmm. Patriots start out like dog shit. They oh do. yeah, every Absolutely. year. This is a good thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are going to be a young, up and coming team. Juju likes a spotlight too, so look oh, yeah. for him to go off mm-hmm. early. They got something to prove too. After all the drama and all the stuff that went down with AB and Love Bell, can you still get it done? I don't know. Probably not. Here we go. Yeah, Gronk's not coming out of retirement in week one. He's not coming out of retirement in week one. He'll probably be at the game, by the way, because he graduated from Western Pennsylvania High School. Mm -hmm. So his game in New England? Uh, It is uh, New England, yes. Yeah, Yeah. they're Super Bowl champs, obviously. probably waving the flag. Yeah, Yeah, he's probably – what do you guys have? Do you guys have like a – We actually have a bunch of musketeers. Yeah, a bunch of Minutemen. So will Gronk get a gun? I hope so. He should get the gun. God, I hate those guys with a passion. Why? Oh. What, the guys what? that fought for the country, the Patriots? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That, that no. fought the Redcoats? Goodness, no. Corbin. Jerry and Ben, the guys that are in the in the thing. I would <laughs> Jerry be, and Ben. I would, or whatever. Marvin Axe, Steel, Laser, Watching the game, going to the sideline. Hey, I'm going to the other side. I'm going back upstairs. Boom. 
score, watching it. Holy shit. You got to be kidding me. Fuck. Walk away, boom. And these guys are right here pointing them this high over my head. And like, this is our house. We gave up a lot of points to them whenever I was I wrote playing. a lot of elevators to that song, trust me. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of scoring Jeez. there for the Patriots for a long time. Dequell Jackson. All he wants is the football back. Give him the ball. Yeah. Give him the ball. Give him the ball. At least get him a new one. Who has the ball? Who was the dude that did all the uh, study? We'll talk Goodell. to him. We'll talk to him about it. Well, I don't think Goodell did any studying Goodell of anything. He was just a, uh, uh, just like most <laughs> cases, Roger Goodell is the guy who talks about everything. He's the he's the designated speaker about every situation. Yep. I've seen him, and I think I talked about this before. Whenever we were about to go into the lockout, Roger Goodell visited every single team, and it was uh, Jeff Saturday told us, boys. Get your questions ready. Roger Goodell is going to be in training camp tomorrow in our room. We're going to have a players-only meeting with Roger Goodell tomorrow to talk about the lockout and everything like that. Whatever question you have for Roger Goodell, you go ahead and you you fire away, boys. This is open season. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. from the hip. So I'm too young to even talk then. Mm -hmm. So I'm just excited about the operation. Mm -hmm. First question comes from Clint Session. Oh, yeah. Who says, when we fuck up, you find us. The owner's going to lock us out. Ain't that them fucking up? Shouldn't Ooh. you find them? Ooh. And then, by the way, the great whole point. room was like, hey. Hey, clip <laughs> session. Okay, he took Jeff Saturday's words to heart last night, sat down in the dorm room, went to work, was like, you know what? I only get this opportunity one time. What am I going to ask? That was what he asked. I thought it was a brilliant question. Roger Goodell said, well, we're not sure exactly what's going to happen. And I watched him finesse this entire little Q&A session with the players in the most beautiful fashion. I was like, this motherfucker is so talented at saying nothing mm-hmm. but speaking for 35 minutes. And then it was it was the perfect depiction of why the guy is the is the commissioner. The guy, yeah. it, it, it was a perfect... It was like, oh, this guy literally said nothing that would make anybody look bad. He answered zero questions, got nothing happened. But in the end, everybody was like, oh, okay. And Jeff Sardin actually had to call off the dogs, by the way. Oh. Boy, he started... Oh, really? Boy started lobbing in grenades from the back, like as he was answering a question. Yeah, but and then uh, there was another. Yeah, but that's all. Boom, bang, bang. And Jeff started was like, "All right, boys, I think we, uh, I think we've had enough today." And Roger Goodell was like, oh, "It was an honor, boys." And everybody in the room was like, "This guy is good. This guy, this guy's good at talking." This sounds like every single meeting that you have with suits. After you yes. walk out, like, "Oh, this, you know what? I had a couple questions, but it went overall pretty well." Yeah, pretty good, but nothing really then, happened. Then you think about it on a plane, and you land in India, and you're like, "Wait, we didn't, we didn't talk." About anything. <laughs> Foxy and I have sat in no less than 35 meetings with suits around the country, and every single time it's always a very positive thing, and then we get out of it, it's like, man, nothing fucking happened in that meeting. <laughs> it's always, it was like, when we're on the way out to, it's like a big handshake situation, like, oh, awesome, man. And then once we start, like, walking outside, I'll, like, ask Foxy a question about something that was said, and Foxy would go, you know, I was wondering the same thing. And then I, I, I don't know what it's called, uh... Hyperanalyze? Is that something? No. Overanalyze? Overanalyze, maybe? I start overanalyzing like every situation because when I'm by myself, there's nothing but me and thoughts. And on these airplanes, (laughs) no Wi Fi. And I don't have a lot of games on my phone. So it's literally just me and my thoughts. So I just start thinking about every conversation. I'm like, that motherfucker. I mean, he didn't even say a single thing there. I was like, the way he delivered it, though, made me feel so good. That has happened no less than 35 times of being Foxy in the last couple of months. You're right. That's why they have their positions. Mm-hmm. You put a suit on, you talk good, you're going to be rich. Mm-hmm. And Roger Goodell's doing that. I think the Patriots Steelers is a good way to kick it off, though. Oh, yeah. A lot of hype. Two historical franchises, obviously. And I'm excited to see who does what there. 
Tom Brady's already training. Last year he was not. Remember, last mm-hmm. year it was like yep. a big thing. He was on the camels. On he was throwing on yachts. He was kind of playing hard to get with everybody. Now he's like training in the backyard. The TB12 thing's a real thing. I'm assuming he's going to come out a lot harder than he has. That's the uh, Sunday night game, though, right? That's the because Sunday night Packers, game. Yeah. Packers Bears yep. Thursday night to open the season. Right. Let's go. Where at? It's uh, that's at Chicago. Lam- yeah, yeah. No, are you sure? Well, uh, you said it Packers at- Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It was at. Lambo last year, right? I think it's it at was. Soldier Field. Yeah, so it's, it's probably at, at Soldier, Soldier Field. Might be at Soldier Field. So Soldier Thursday Field. night, kicking yeah. off the NFL kicking season. Off the season, yeah. yeah. In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Wait yeah. a minute, that's yeah. a wild scene, isn't it? Oh yeah. Against old Aaron Rodgers in the new Lafleur. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be excited to see what that offense has. Didn't yeah, Jordan? Didn't Jordy Nelson say, "Hey, if Aaron Rodgers was to ask yes. me to come back, I'd come back." Yep. Come back yeah. Has Aaron Rodgers asked him to come back? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, no. Jordy Nelson learned a lot about his friendship with Aaron Rodgers after he put that out in the universe. Well, I think the GM came out right away and said, yeah, we're not doing that. So I think, that if anything, I, I would I could see them like re-signing him to like a one-day contract so he can retire a Packer, but... How about Aaron Rodgers sending a text to the GM like, hey man, uh, is there any way you can get me out of this fucking thing with Jordy? Like, <laughs> yeah. He wants me to basically just ask him to come back. We all know I don't really want that. Well, them. I don't know what the deal is either because they just said that they don't see receiver as one of their priorities, so I don't know if they're going to draft a guy either. Like, they're receiving... Core outside of Devontae Adams isn't great. So hold on. There's no way what happened last year, Packers, Bears, happens again this year. I mean, that Aaron Rodgers coming out of halftime Easter, the NFL schedule makers are like, you know what? Maybe Khalil Mack hurts Aaron Rodgers early again. Maybe comes back at halftime and we have a huge game. Another another rescue in Lambeau, but this time Soldier Field. That was mm. a that was an electric game last Why? year. Now, I they were I'm dominating. Ex- I'm excited to see that happen yeah. again. What's wrong, Zito? Uh I don't want Aaron Rodgers to go down. I just hope he just bends over and just says forget about it. Just doesn't play. <laughs> I don't want Aaron Rodgers to hey, you go got bats I just want him to bend over. Yeah, we keep the bats here uh, mostly because we've got a mosquito problem. Yeah, kill so mosquitoes. We brought in the bats, by the way. Sam tried to adopt this one fucking bat. We had a bat house at one What'd you point. name him? Uh, I don't, honestly, Christian Bale, I think. But the, oh, the we had a bat house that was up on the side of the house. It just popped up one day, and I was like, what is this? And Sam was like, oh, it's a bat house. There's a little baby bat. We got to give him a house. I'm like, bats have survived no less than 40,000 years at least. without a wooden house that humans have made and paid for. <laughs> and we had the bat house for, I think, a few months. And I, I, I assume the little fella made it. But Are they paying rent? Oh, well, I don't know, but they're, they very much fly around. They're cute. They're cute little things, by the way. Oh, the bloodsuckers. Who, are you kidding me? They are not bloodsuckers. Loaded with rabies. No, they're not. That's Hollywood's making you think that. Yeah, dude, don't be so easy to to like fruit. Don't believe everything you see in the movies. It should be more afraid of the mosquitoes. I've had malaria, West Nile, yellow fever. Well, anytime anytime you get bitten by a mosquito... You're just rolling the dice that none of your neighbors that the mosquito has landed on before has any terrible disease. Ooh, like so as soon as I get bit by a mosquito, I'm just like, all right, let me look around real quick. Imagine being Fuck. next to Magic Johnson. It, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Mosquitoes in that neighborhood uh, are eating good. Mr. Johnson, crazy. The way you retired from your position with the Lakers, <laughs> obviously insane, mm-hmm. but hilarious. I respect it. I, heard, I don't think you got enough power. You should have more power. I mean, that's neither here nor there. Quick question though: Did you just get bit by a mosquito <laughs> less than three minutes ago? Because I just did, and I see that we're in the same. Oh. And I was wondering about the possible. Okay, I'll get out of here. <laughs> I'm cured, I guess. Imagine that situation. I'd assume that. I'd assume that that is not how it works. I would oh. hope. I hope not. Yeah. Did you guys ever hear the urban myth about bats? Know. If they get caught in your hair, or if they land in your hair, they can't get out, and you got to shave your head. To get I out. have heard that. Have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. I just pick it up. That's why I wear hats. <laughs> 
How about that? Solve urban that urban problem. Urban. That's good urban legend right there. See you tomorrow night, bats. You can also throw rocks up in the air, and then the bats use the echolocation, the sonar. They think it's a bug, and then they dive at it. Let's see and they it. Dive no, right no, no, no. Rock. Let's be nice to my bats. They, uh, yeah. We had a bad mosquito problem until these bats showed up. Honestly, they they showed up out of nowhere one day, and it was a lifesaver. Oh, did you put the bats in the up? Buzz, dude. Sorry. Yeah, they know, bro. These Whoa. bats are good people. I did. You're right. I did shoot up the thing. <laughs> I shot up the thing. Like, uh, what's that dude's name? The, the oh, Batman. Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner oh, Gordon. Yeah. Also, the, the uh, this thing. backyard here turns into a little bit of a swamp, so you could say yeah. it's a yeah. mosquito and there's even. A, and there's a full moon tonight, Pat. Look at it. So yeah, those I'm are werewolves. Perfect. Those are werewolves. These guys. Yeah, but we have vampires, oh, so we're good. Sam, Sam oh. did see, uh, it was either a big coyote back there or a wolf. Jesus. And I would think it was a big coyote, but it was just sleeping in the middle of the field. It was there are no just... less than ten bats flying no, around. No kidding. No, that's cool. It's a little ominous. I know you honest, love them, but if you nice. get if one lands not sure on what you, that word means. you got to get like fifteen shots in your All stomach around. for the rabies. It's not going to land. What are you, these bats? These humans. bats and I get along very well. They take out the mosquitoes. We live very much in conjunction. I got you, but I'm just saying, if one happens to, urgent care, man. High tail. We, we, <laughs> we climb the ladder. We're at the top of this food chain. Okay, we don't have to worry about these bats. All right, let's get back to the NFL schedule. <laughs> I, I got all primetime games ready, ready to roll. If you want to. All right, Chicago Bears, Packers, kick it off Sunday night. You got Patriots, Steelers. Well, sorry, Steelers, Patriots. What else? On that opening weekend, we'll go to Monday night doubleheader. Usually it is. Uh, Denver-Oakland's a late one. Uh, is the Rex Ryan going to work in that game? Uh, Isn't that the Rex know, Ryan game, right? Yeah. It's on ESPN, yeah. And the first one at 8 or 7-10 is Houston at Drew Brees. Okay, hold on one second. Rex Ryan told us, friend of the show, Rex Ryan. Oh, yeah. He said specifically he was not good at commentating games. Right. He had self-awareness and said they shouldn't do that to him. I wonder who they'll put on that second Monday night football game. Uh, I th- I hope it's not Trent Dilfer, but I have a oh. feeling it might be. Yeah, it really might. What if I don't even make the second string Monday Night Football team? <laughs> I, 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 we can't talk about that, or you're going to need way more than a new pool in this place. Yeah, so. I know, right? Going to implode the place. Yeah, going to explode. Ripping apart these chairs, probably break a bush or two, maybe a window. Uh, just an update on the Monday Night Football stance. Uh, I've heard zero words. Hey, a lot of good conversations and meetings, though. A lot of good conversations in meetings. Handshakes. Hey, nothing. Those good conversations, I think, have have ceased. I, I think those have stopped. I don't, I don't think they're even happening. So let's go ahead and rule out hashtag Monday Night McAfee. Let's rule it out. I wouldn't. Let's yeah. rule it out. Have you heard bring no? It back. Have you heard no? I've heard no words about it. Then oh, you're you know. st- hey, chip in a chair, hey, man. You know you're what? in the running. If it's dead, we had a hell of a run. We did, didn't we? Really trended. Awesome. We really trended cool. for 10 hours. Number McAfee. one trend in nah. the United States. Eh, close enough. I mean, we're that number one two. Guy di- hey, that guy's still breathing. Whoever died that day, then we're number one. Yeah, two months from now. True. That guy doesn't die. By the way, rest in peace yeah, to him. for sure. Luke Perry. Who was he? Rest Luke Perry. Perry. Rest, in right. pa- rest in peace to Luke Perry. I just wish maybe one more day. Yeah, he dies the next day. We're in a good spot. Yeah, By the way, the hours. next day, another death happened that we would have been, we wouldn't have been dog fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Rest in peace to them. But we're out. Uh, all right, who else we got? Well, Drew Brees, Houston? Yeah, that's the, the second one. We're going to week two, the Thursday night yawner, uh, Buccaneers, Panthers. Not a yawner, but, you know, it's the Thursday night. Thursday, okay, so, so – each year, we kind of figure out whether or not Thursday night football is going to be worth a damn early, right? Because mm-hmm, yeah. the NFL schedule makers have to appease different contracts that they're either trying to re-up or they have already had. For instance, the Amazon deal came, and Thursday night was loaded with great games. Right. Then that deal kind of went away. Thursday night, they kind of died off. Sunday night football was always the cream of the crop Crushing. until something else had to happen, right? So I think we can learn here early in the schedule whether or not the how it, the rest of the year is going to be. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers, 
Panthers, Panthers on the first uh, the first Thursday, well, the second Thursday night game. Yeah, and that, it's not a yawner. That's that's a division game. I, I think watch. they just view it There's like, no- hey, it's Thursday. You'll watch whatever football we want right, to give you. Right. Here you go. Let's yeah. throw a bone to yeah, the box but and give them prime time. But let's not act like there isn't a business. Oh, no doubt. No, no doubt. I mean? sure. Let's not act like there isn't a business, a handshake that happens that's like, Hey, we're gonna give you seventy million dollars. We were like, we don't want. Can you play on Thursday? Like we don't want Bengals, Dolphins every Thursday. Which, by the way, we don't know. We don't know if that's that happening. Could, that could <laughs> we don't know if that's happening. All right, what do we got next? We got Philadelphia. Uh, we got the Philly special at Atlanta on the Sunday night game, week two at Atlanta. That was last year. I feel like that was the same thing as last year, wasn't it? I feel like Atlanta was in Philadelphia for the opening, the opener, yeah, that's Sunday night weeks. football. That's- because remember, Julio Jones didn't get the ball or whatever oh, yeah, the whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. The Eagles fans were booing the Eagles second half right after they do the banner drop. <laughs> it was I remember that as if a lot of repeat games. It feels like yeah, there. so far it does mail it in. They're not even trying anymore. Just like the Super Bowl logos. Well, it doesn't matter though. By the way, because yeah. the NFL is so f- they own everything. The schedule release own the internet. Yeah, what monopoly. else? Well, what? this is a beauty here. I mean, a lot of new faces. I look so forward seeing the new faces on the Cleveland Browns team at the New York Jets week two. Monday Night Monday Football. Night football. Odell Matt back in New York. New faces. We need to see them. Yeah. Cleveland Browns, New York Jets, Monday Night Football. Yep. That's going to be an electric factory. Okay. That is going to be an absolute electric factory. Lev Bell running wild. Oh, I completely forgot about Lev Bell over there. Sam yep. Darnold also, I think he just turned 21. He, he, he got another year under oh, his belt. Crazy eyes. Yep. You said it. At MetLife, too. At MetLife. A lot of damage done this uh, <laughs> over the offseason for MetLife. If you haven't seen it yet, please go watch the MetLife mishap, which was which was going to be the MetLife massacre until YouTube wouldn't let us upload it. Mm-hmm. So we had to change the name of it on all platforms to the MetLife mishap. Probably smarter, although massacre is much more of a accurate description yeah, of what yeah. happened there at MetLife. You need to have a moment of silence before the first game. I've been getting so many tweets of people just taking pictures of trucks taking the fucking roof off all around oh, the country. Yeah. All around the country. You've seen them? Oh, I've seen them, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've literally seen them. <laughs> hey, if you're going to that game, why don't you send us a picture of yourself in front of the uh, clubhouse awning there? The awning, yeah. Hey, see, see that's not a bad idea. Now. Rest in peace to Lady Hawk. Rest in oh, peace. Man. Roof right there. Maybe we should build like one of them candle like uh, vigils. Oh, you know how they have on the side of the road. Yeah, go there. Put idea. it on the roof of the clubhouse, yep. so right above the L where the the L was oh. almost getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Put it right above the L because big ribbon. It'd be beautiful. It'd be a beautiful memorial. Then a candle falls and flowers, burns down. Candle. How did Maybe we, the back of a ladder? How do we not take advantage of you almost ripping an L off uh, while taking an L? I would have stole that L. Well, yeah, and well, took you, it to the pub. You, you destroyed it. Well, that's all the pub is. is a bunch of fucking L's anyways. I don't know about what? that. One Four propels. Four propels. <laughs> Four. Seven people. Nick is still Seven frustrated, people. by the way. Uh, Nick is still frustrated. It's just, I mean, it's common courtesy. You sent out a group text. You said, hey, guys, everyone come over. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. That's great. That's so nice of you. Uh, hey, can the pub guys bring a couple drinks? Yeah. The, for sure. Couple. For yeah. sure. Uh, Connor is now pouring a water into a solo cup out of a pitcher that Sam brought down because Nick was so pissed off about not having something to drink. Very nice of my fiance, obviously, to do that. Foxy's now handing out the extra three propels that they brought. I'm good. Make sure Gorms gets something. He looks thirsty. Maybe he wants one. You know. All right. After the Monday night, Browns and Jets. What do we got on Thursday night? Here we go. Thursday night, week three. I'm watching. Nobody yawned because in years past we did this. Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville. Oh. So they don't give a fuck New about Thursday night. False. Nope. False. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Teams, 
I agree. Very good teams, but we cannot say that that is a like, six to three a uh, draw, yeah. a big time draw for that. I'm excited to watch the Tennessee Titans play football this year. Mike Vrabel had that team turned around, ready to go. Taylor Luan, friend of the show, pro bowler, did the video, Cardi B video, by the way. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Street cred. Um, I like them a lot. Nick Foles, Big Dick Nick, is down now in Jacksonville. That could potentially be an incredible game. Yeah. But I wouldn't – I don't know if Titans-Jacksonville early in the season after Buccaneers-Panthers is a good sign for Thursday night football the rest of the year. I'm excited to hear about the it Tennessee as we Tennessee Titans are a staple of Thursday night football. They are. I feel like they play every single week on Thursday Their night. color rush jerseys are incredible, by the way. Speaking of, shout-out to the Los Angeles Chargers going with the powder blue. Yeah, I think that's a good decision. Good face mask, too. I don't love that – NFL teams are so set in their way with their uniforms. I know. I don't think they should all change to the Jets because obviously that was rough to watch, look at. Those Jets uniforms are tough. But I don't love just the being stuck, absolutely stuck in your ways, and this is what our uniform looks like. I don't mind a little bit of an adjustment. The throwback powder blue, let's bring it back in the game for old Phil Rivers in his 45th year. I'm excited for that. That's going to look good. Also, the Titans uh, color rush is also going to look beautiful. What's Jacksonville? We're all black probably. Yeah, it's tough. They'll probably wear all black versus the powder blue out there. Yeah. That'll be good. I'm excited for that game all of a sudden now. Me too. uh, Newsflash, Phillip Rivers just had his 11th child. What? Good for him. Are you serious? No, no, I'm not serious. He's got an offense. But but he can really spit out those kids, though. Well, it's his wife. They flow from that river. both of them. Well, congrats to The union, yeah. Well, I mean, mean, Phil, what did you say? They flow from that river. That's like a triple entendre. Entendre. Trondra. <laughs> Can you spell Entendre? Uh, E-N. Okay. T-O. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, double Entendre. <laughs> watch this. Sunday night, boys. Los Angeles Rams. We all know who they are. Yep. We know McVay. I'm interested to find out the new faces and how these guys do on this team. They're going to the dog pound. To take on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns go Monday night football Boom. to Sunday night football? Yes, sir. What was the last, last time, time that happened? I don't know. Six games apart. or six days apart. That might not be great for them, actually. But it's early play. in the season. They're young. They should bounce back. But it's obvious, and I appreciate the fact that the NFL is thanking the dog pound mm-hmm. in the Cleveland Browns for beefing up that team and maybe making a big run here. I, I'm a big fan of that. I think the Chiefs. Had a Sunday night, Monday night run uh, a couple years ago, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's the case. Normally, any teams that they think are going to be hot, they seem to have prime time early. Good for the Browns, though. Good for the dog pond, by the way. L.A. Rams are coming to Cleveland. Yep. It's dog a long pond. flight. Let's it's go. a long flight coming into Cleveland. And we were in Cleveland, what, just a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. city's beautiful. Gorgeous. Isn't it, Nick? Smells like asshole. <laughs> Whoa. The <laughs> team in the division you're talking about. Why is Nick... So why is I haven't even played a game yet. You know, so let's save all the best team in the division talk for when we actually play some football. Chris Ballard said you don't win games in April, but the Cleveland Browns made a lot of fucking plays in the offseason. They, they, I think they might have does win games, though. We'll see. Yeah, catches balls. If he plays. He's only going to play 11 games. 11 games, 12 games, 10 games in that area. Yeah, first three. But when four. he's playing, look at 
entendres all over the place. All over the place. All over the place. What do we got next? Next we go Chicago at Washington. Monday night, September 2-3. Lock news fest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll be asleep at 8 o'clock. Chicago, too. Primetime games early there, too. Yeah. Good team. Mitchell Trubisky and that uh, Chuck Pagano defense ready oh, to take prime time by the by the balls. Yeah. yeah Chuck Pagano's going to be pulling the strings on that defense. Khalil Mack's going to get loose in there. Uh, good for Chicago Bears. Good for the Cleveland Browns, by the way. Cleveland Browns and Chicago Bears, prime time games early in the yeah. season. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought? You got nothing on Washington? What's yeah. that? You got nothing on Washington? Jay Gruden's still the coach? Yep. yep. Yeah. Let's go. They're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Dan Jones, we'll see. All right, Philly. Dan Daniel Jones. Who's that? Friend of the show. He came by yeah, the quarterback? Uh, from Duke, Duke quarterback. He swung oh. the golf club a couple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he on the he's Reds? projected. I've seen a couple mock drafts where he's going to the skins at 13. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Dan Jones. We're talking about the skins. <laughs> Dan Jones. You know Dan Jones. <laughs> David, by the way. Huh? It's David. No, it's Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's, Daniel Jones? It's Daniel, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Dan threw me. All right, now let's go to week six. We David got, we got 11 more. Yeah. This, is the guy from the this is gonna be a long one. I mean, I think we're good <laughs> there. I think, we, I think we're good there. We'll, 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 we'll revisit this. But um, mock drafts. I don't think I can find anything dumber than mock drafts. I mean, granted, you have to fill time, you have to fill clicks, Something you have to fill space, you have to fill TV time. But what if, what if a GM just wants to trade out out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. Well, and every once in a while, you'll see a guy who's like predicting trades like midway through too. It's like there's no way that's gonna yeah. fucking happen. Like, but it's you're right on yeah. that. I mean, picking hour. players, they they get them. They do. They do pretty good. Twenty out of thirty-two. Sometimes they hit on. No way. The trades, no chance. Yeah, to oh, look man. at those though, you're more so looking at like what a team needs and who would be the best fit for that team. It's not about like actually predicting the whole first round. Hey, why is everybody gotten so cold on Kyler Murray going one? They, everybody said Kyler Murray was one was a lock just like a few weeks ago. Yeah, now, now it's like everybody's a height. Now it's if Arizona doesn't take him, he's going in the second. Really? Yeah. He's going back to baseball. Then. No, no I, way. I saw the uh, them talking about the Raiders moving up. If smoke the, screens, yeah. boys. Smoke yeah. screens. Yeah, everybody there's, lies. There's Giants no way he's nice. not going in the first round. Kyler Murray? Yeah. First five picks. That pro day, he was delivering the rock. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that ball, those were some beautiful balls. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, and I'm not a scout by any means. I feel like I've watched a lot of great players do a lot of great things in practice on a very regular basis in one-on-ones and in drills in their techniques. I've got a chance to watch really good players do a lot of things. But, boy, some of those guys in their workouts really look terrible. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't know if that guy's going to cut it. And, <laughs> and those people that choose to sit out of the combine – I don't like it because I, I love the Deion Sanders mindset. Like, I wanted to work out so everybody could see that I was exactly what they heard I was. Mm-hmm. I love that mindset. But if you're somebody that's, like, kind of uh, in Midland. the middle, yeah. all you need is, what, to throw three shitty passes and somebody be like, well, that guy's going to suck. Right. Let's yeah. not. But that Kyler Murray workout, I don't know if that was an anomaly or if that's how he always is. He was delivering the rock. Throwing seeds. And the size doesn't seem to matter. You, it, Baker Mayfield last year was electric. He's the same yeah. size as Russell Wilson. Oh, Kyle let's talk about that guy. Oh, Sixty-five million guaranteed. I don't care how awkward you look in a selfie video at midnight in Seattle with Future's ex-wife in the bed with you. I don't care how awkward you look. You get a sixty-five million dollars signing bonus. You can wear seven chains to bed if you want. I don't care what you. Sixty-five million dollars signing bonus is one of the most outrageous things I've ever heard in my entire life. Shout out to him. Shout out to Matt Stafford who I think got the same exact thing whenever he got drafted. Yep. Uh, I. Him and Russell, Bradford got about that same amount of money. 
Hey, Russell Wilson played the played everybody like an incredible fiddle there. They were like, listen, we want this done by this date. And if not, we're fucking going to the New York Giants. Yep. And probably for the Yankees if they want us to. <laughs> and you're going to pay us more than anybody else has ever been paid by a long shot. And that's just the way it is. And the Seahawks, Pete Carroll's just sitting there. He's got nothing else he can do except for pay him. Has to. Quarterbacks are living. He proved himself though, right? Who? Russell? Well, Dan Orlovsky said, friend of the show just the other day, ESPN mouthpiece. He said, he is, that's what he is. He yeah. gets on ESPN and, and does good things with his mouth. Mm-hmm. Under. Honestly, when I watch Dan Orlovsky on ESPN, I'm like, this guy's got a good brain. He enjoys <laughs> debating people, it seems like. He's like perfect for the ESPN role. And he comes on our show and drops dimes. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, worst O-line. Orlovsky said, yep. worst, worst O-line in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. More undrafted receivers catching balls than any other quarterback, no I guess. No disrespect to Dougie Baldwin, which he did say. Did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think Russell, he's won a Super Bowl. Legion of Boom helped. But, man, I, I'm i happy for Russell Wilson. That video that was tough. That was a tough. Go Hawks. So how much does Mahomes get when his time? Oh, my. 200? You, well, we can say, though, that Russell Wilson has a Super Bowl. Yeah. So that puts him in another stratosphere. Went to two. Just like Joe Flacco, right? Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, and he got broken off. Mm-hmm. If you're a Super Bowl-winning quarterback in the modern era, let's not go back to, like, Trent Dilfer. Yeah, right. But in the modern era, if you're a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, you're going to get broken off. That's just the way it is. And the Chiefs obviously have a potential team to do it. So I mean, I'll be Foles. excited to see. Foles is a perfect example of that. He's 37, and he got broken off. Or 34, whatever 34, backup quarterback in another place. Won a Super Bowl, though. Yeah. Hey, Every GM thinks we need a guy that can be, get us there, can win us there, and that's a guy that's already done it. So you mm-hmm. can you can look around in a room of other people that are making decisions in suits probably for a team, and you can all be like, yeah, that guy's won a Super Bowl. We can pay him. That guy's won a Super Bowl. We can pay him. If somebody hasn't won a Super Bowl, it's kind of hard to sell yourself on it. Russell Wilson played everybody like a fiddle. You almost have yep. to, though, right, because of the way the PA works, the player. Yeah, you can't take less. You have to take more. Like Can't Luck, right? Less. Luck never won a Super Bowl, but he got broken off. True. Luck never won a Super Bowl. He got broken off. I thought Luck was potentially going to be the guy, too, that asked for less money to help build up the team just because Luck is such a humble dude. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like uh, – Yeah, but he's got a team around him. <laughs> well, you know, they talk some sense into <laughs> these kids. Well, yeah. sense, though. I mean, $65 million guaranteed. You can live very well. Your family can live very well for the rest of that. $150 million. I right. mean, that's – you're, you're, that's generational wealth, obviously. Mm-hmm. $50 million is generational wealth. $75 million is generational wealth. The numbers that quarterbacks get are outrageous. I love it. Go get as much as you can get. But I thought there was going to come a time where a young quarterback was going to be like, you know what? I don't I don't mind having the a better O-line than the worst O-line of all time. Take maybe $20 million off of what I take. Go ahead and let's build up the big boys in front of me yep. so that I can enjoy this money a yeah. little bit more mm-hmm. and we can win. But the NFLPA won't let them do it. The NFLPA is like, well, if you take less money, then the next person has to take less money. You set a bad precedent. It just becomes something where get it, get it, get it, get it while you can. And it's – I mean, Brady – I respect it. I respect yeah, it a lot. I'm thinking I, Brady myself. He's kind of done that, but obviously he has the other income. He's already – off the field. He's already made f- – Fucking four hundred million dollars 
right. or whatever, though. Yeah, yeah, but he never got like the the mm. super monstrous league leading deal. Never. He never took one of those. Hey, he doesn't get enough credit for that either. I don't think. No, he right. definitely. I don't doesn't. think Tom Brady You're gets right. enough credit You're for right. that. Six round pick, so he's obviously not going to get broken off uh, immediately like our first round pick is going to. And he's also now granted he takes the pay cut in a signing bonus instead, mm-hmm. uh, and then he does take a pay cut. Yeah, but Tom Brady doesn't get enough credit for being that guy because he's so attractive. He mm. wins so much. The way he talks probably irritates some people. Uh, whenever keep you're going, keep going. When Ross. you're at the top of the mountain, though, people are going to hate you regardless. Yeah. He's throwing footballs off of yachts. He reps for Rolex. Yeah. He sells weird chocolate, That's the TB12, and all that stuff. So there's a lot of things that people are like, oh, this selfish guy. Avocado ice cream. But yeah. instead, he doesn't get enough credit for taking less money, building up the team around him, taking care of his teammates, and being what it seems like a cool guy. Vinatieri said that he was a very cool guy with his teammates, which. I respect that. James Harrison even said he, what did he start to hate Tom Brady because of how good of a teammate he was? I mean, James Harrison is not just a regular guy. You got to win him over. James Harrison doesn't like a lot of people, though. Exactly. Debo's been around a couple teams, though. He's at the Bengals, the Steelers, and New England. Mm So I'm sure. And Debo doesn't seem like a guy who's scared to say this guy sucks. Yes, exactly. And he said he liked Tom. And he said he liked Tom. Good for Tom, man. It's nice to be a good guy. World class teammate. Does anybody come out with Russell Wilson and say they like him? No, I haven't heard anything. Hey, it kind of scares you. It's like draft day. Kevin Costner. Nobody was at his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I spent, if he wasn't spending so much time in pinstripes, then maybe you know his yeah, teammates well, would come and hang even, out with him. Uh, don't even give me I'm not that. saying that Russell Wilson is not liked by his teammates, but you don't hear a lot of people come you out don't. and say oh. that they like him. No. Who cares? Nine or ten wins a year in a Super Bowl in your back pocket? Who, who gives a fuck? I mean, really, if you're, that's, difference if you're Russell Wilson, that's difference between being a suitor for no, a team and in a no, locker room. I'm just saying, if you're Russell Wilson and you do have a nice life off the field and a, and a great thing, and you're making, you know, you're going to get a boatload of money. I mean, who gives a flip if they say? By the way, I think every time Russell Wilson gets on a microphone, he says everything right, and I think that's why Ty hates him. Though. Yep, pretty much. I, I, I listen. I've never said a bad thing about how he plays. I think he's incredible. Yeah. I can't fucking stand him off the field, or he's <laughs> just so disingenuous. Like you know, it, good word. There's never any crack or anything like that. It's always just the by-the-book bullshit, and that just gets old after a while. See, I I think a guy, though, that does all that might live up to the expectations of being like, like Tim Tebow, for instance. A lot of people probably said the same thing about Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. And then whenever we met Tim Tebow, he's legitimately like that. And, and that best. was a mind-blowing experience. Right. I wonder if people say that about Russell. I'll be excited to see. I'm sure people will tweet us examples. I'm excited to find out, though, if that is the case. If like his teammates are like, yeah, Russell Wilson is everything that you hear about him. He's nice guy, never says anything wrong, works harder than everybody, and he's an incredible quarterback. I'm cool with that. But he just got broken the motherfucker off. The Brink truck that we thought could potentially make a stop at our office mm-hmm. didn't. Kept going. Blew right by us. Yep. Went all the way to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Found the dancing video of him and Sierra. Yep. Got the GPS location thing. <laughs> backed the motherfucker up and just left the truck there and left. They didn't dump it. They just left the I truck. Fly back. See you later. Through the we'll, keys. We'll walk. Show park this bitch. <laughs> show park this Brinks truck for Russell Wilson. Congratulations to him getting his whole family rich yeah. forever. Uh, that's awesome. And the Giants, four-year deal, by the way. He still has football after these four years yeah, where he can go sure. play for the Giants. Don't worry. For when sure. Michael Bennett gets back from Hawaii, get, finds himself, finds his locker in New England, the mics are going to go in front of him and say, oh. hey, Russell Wilson got paid. What was it like playing with the kid for last? Oh, know? my. The, and hey, Michael Bennett. Those, the Bennett brothers are savages. Yeah. Savages. They don't care. They do not care. Nope. 
They are savages. Especially yeah. Michael, didn't he fucking like body some lady in a wheelchair? And, uh, like, oh, yeah. Right. No, and he got off. Hey, 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 by the way, that was all a misunderstanding. Those charges were dropped. Yeah. We do not want the Bennett brothers on the bad side of this show. No, you, no, no. Now that you mention it about the Michael Bennett thing, it got me thinking, and I do remember there was some talk back a while ago when like the Legion of Boom was there in full force of being like a real offensive and defensive split in Seattle in terms of the power struggle and the locker room there. Now, I will say... That that is a normal thing for not a normal thing, but some teams have had success with that. The Bears, right? The eighty-five Bears or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is a notorious. It's a story about how much the offense hated the defense and mm-hmm. how the coaches even hate. Who yeah. is it? Robert, Buddy Ryan, Buddy Ryan, Ryan uh, Dick, and Dick yeah. hated each other. Yeah. Um, so as long as you can get on the field and play well, because they are two different teams. I mean, they're two different teams. The offense practices with the offense, meets with the offense. Defense practices with the defense. Uh, meets with the defense, eats with the defense, eats with the off the offense, eats with the offense. The only time any of them come together is for special teams. That's why I felt like I was a pretty good little piece of locker room. Yeah, hey, boys. A glue guy. Hey, boys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what just happened out there, man? <laughs> you just fought old buddy over here. Hey, you lost that fight for sure, but are we going to actually talk about this or what? I felt like that was a big role that I had to have in so the locker room. So you were a counselor. No, not a counselor. I was just a guy that I felt like I got along with people on both sides, yeah. strictly because special teams is the only time where – Offense and defense is together on a very regular basis. And, I mean, I was a pretty vocal human. A good so. moderator. Not bad. Yeah. you got to bring light to those types of situations. Me. Or you get people showing up with guns in a locker room because they're down a $10,000 bet or $80,000 bet. Yeah. Who was that? Gilbert? Yeah, Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. By the way, he's in the big three now. Uh, good for him. Three Still a league. Totally, yeah. Good for them. <laughs> a lot of people would have thought that would have failed immediately, like the AFL. No, no, Ice Cube is a business genius. That guy really is a mogul. Oh, That's yeah. what he's doing. He he does. And, I he's mean, cool. he also cashed out and straight out of Compton, I believe, as well. I like that he wrote in straight out of Compton in the movie about him writing other movies mm-hmm. yeah. in oh, straight yeah, out yeah. of Compton. <laughs> like I like that he was like. These motherfuckers better recognize too. Like you do, got knocked the fuck out. Like yeah, I wrote that too. Yeah, yeah. he's. A, I like. And by the cute. way, my son's playing me. <laughs> <laughs> Who looks exactly yeah, like does. me? He does. I liked that Straight Outta Compton movie a lot. It's good. good. Made me feel good. They're making a Tupac one, right? I assume every. They already did. Yeah. All eyes on me. It wasn't as good. Okay, so Bohemian Rhapsody is getting credit for this. Straight Outta Compton should probably get credit for the music movie boom, right? Uh. I mean, they've it, they've always done it. It's been around for years. It's just like some of them aren't very good, and some of them end up being like not box office movies. And so you're probably right in the sense that it deserves a little more credit than it's getting. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, Bohemian Rhapsody, now Elton John's doing it. I think the Beatles they'll do one eventually. The Beatles I are mean, probably going to do Motley it. Crue did their Netflix one. Molly Crew, yeah, yeah, the Dirt thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I forget who I talked to. Somebody said it was their better. favorite movie. Somebody said it oh. straight face, right to my face, said better it was than. better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Would you watch a Fools. Beatles movie, anyone? I mean, uh, if they said, yeah, it depends. Depends yeah, how they did it. I, no, I'm serious. If they, they, if, they, if they had four actors, I mean, playing John, five. playing Ringo. Five. Playing, well, that one guy died, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Switcheroo. Ringo Starr. Switcheroo. There's an old okay. John one coming, too. Right? Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. that looks like shit. What? Paul's About dead. About Paul McCartney? Paul, the actual Paul McCartney's dead. He's dead. Well, I mean, I've heard those rumors about Abbey Road and all that stuff. Well, it's not that a rumor. And it's all that. What do you What do you mean he's dead? Just played a concert in, in Dubai. No, 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 no that's, that's the, the other. That's, that's the other the one. new one. Paul McCartney too. Well, he's doing a hell of a job because he well, that sounds like <laughs> yeah, a he's lot got pipes. Like him, I mean, so for sure. Well, he's the real Paul, man. Rest in peace. No, no. I mean, who's ever playing the? Who's ever Paul McCartney? 
props to you, dude. You're still doing it. You're almost 80 years old. Should pour some of that propel out. And he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Okay, so here's a question. If you're a musician and you're making a movie, do you want to do it the way Eminem 50 Cent did it with 8 Mile? Where it's loosely based on the back? Or do you want to do it like how Bohemian Rhapsody did it? Where it's like a a more true, not totally true, they they liberty, took creative liberty with some things, Mm -hmm. but... Which would you prefer? I don't know. I'm going to assume that my life is going to be a movie at some point. Honestly. Yeah. I assume my life is going to be a movie at some point. Netflix? Straight to video? What kind? What are you Straight to here? fucking DVD. Straight to DVD. Hey, I've been there, man. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh dark Waters. Oh, man. That's awesome. I just thought about that. I assume my movie or my life will be a movie at some point just because of how ridiculous it is, you know, and my family, just everything about it is very much a great story. And I haven't really thought about how it should go. Right. And that's the only way I can look at it. If if we if a story of our company was going to be told, it's like I think I would want to get the background on each person because I think that's a big deal. So you got to show them as kids and then kind of show like one time frame, which is kind of what Bohemian Rhapsody, they show just one time frame as opposed to the entire revolution. Yeah. I think that's probably the way to do it. So like more pivotal events you talk about during this time, like a big event. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, it's 20 it years opening. down the road. 20 years down the road, do you ever... I'm not going to make it. No, 20 years down the road and then boom, cast your kid to play you. Coming out of WVU with the boomstick. My Boom. kid? My kid. We Your kid my O'Shea. My kid's going to suck. O'Shea man. McAfee. <laughs> my kid is going to suck. He's, he's going to be a nightmare. Unless you name him Atlas. <laughs> Matt Matron came in the office today, and he, he told me a story about how he had to deal with his 13-year-old son and how it was a wild situation, how he had to deal with his son. His son like tried him, basically, for the first time. Matt oh, Matron, wow. one of the toughest people I, I would say one of the toughest people walking this earth. Yeah. I, he's in the top half percent of humans walk. Maybe Warrior. it's probably even higher than that. Pop, top tenth of a percent of toughest humans walking this earth. Do you show him fight? Fight? Fight film? And you got this your son walking up to you, like trying you. And he said he was standing with his like fists, like he was like about to fight me. He, he said, and he said I was trying so hard not to laugh in his face. <laughs> he said, but I, he said he had to use it as a teaching moment. He was like, uh, you lied to me. I called you out on lying to me. Now you want to fight me. Like, that's not how real men talk. Like, if you want to be a real man, like, you got to accept the the responsibilities of being a real man. You lied to me. You're getting grounded. So that's how it works. You're not going to fight me. What are you, you're going to fight me? And I guess the kid was like, yeah. Like, he was, like, squaring up oh with Patreon. God. And I was like, so, Jews, bring out your phone and, like, show you kicking at Russian guy to dick or what? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, uh, he was you like, know what you do for a living? He was like, no. He, he had, like, a real conversation with him and Matt Matrione who is his nickname is the meathead talked about how he had to speak to his kid and it was like for me I was like man that's so much pressure because he had to like you have to learn this little bag of bones how to be an actual adult I'm scared shitless for that I am honestly scared shitless for that still to this day I'm about to be 32 here in May 2nd I'm very scared of that whole thing so I don't think I'm gonna have one Gorms Hey, you know what? At least <laughs> what a reaction! <laughs> what a reaction! I mean, yeah, you got plenty of time. I mean, we Maybe I have a test tube, baby. This. You know what I mean? Test tube, baby. Oh, yeah, a test tube, baby. baby. No mom. <laughs> test tube, baby. A test tube, baby. No dad. <laughs> Yikes! You want me to run in and ask Sam? I, you know, she's not the biggest fan of kids either. So, like, if if a if a group of kids, a slew of children, walk into a restaurant we're in. We're not scared to get that shit to go and get out of there, yep. right? Like, I think 
kids ruin things more. I mean, I had a tweet that went pretty viral about kids being on an airplane I was on. Like, mm-hmm. how come these things are allowed to travel? I'm not the biggest fan of children. Kids seem to like me, though. It's a nightmare situation. I think they can sense that I hate them, and they just come f- flocking to me. Like, hey, hey, man. Uh, just, I talk to them like they're adults, though. Like, I talk to them like they're adults. Like, Get away from me. Like, I, and they laugh. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, stop touching me. Like, seriously. <laughs> no, sir, no, like, no, you're going to give me a sickness? I don't, I don't. That's I'm all like, I talk to Connor every day. Yep. Exactly. It's fun. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> like, Phil's kids, for instance. They're beautiful children. Happy first birthday, by the way, to Phil's youngest. Uh, congratulations nice. on a, a year around the sun. That's awesome. Phil is an incredible father. His kids scare the shit out of me, and I would. I think they like me a lot. I don't think they should, though, because the way I talk to them is as if they're adults, and I tell them to leave me alone. And that's what I'll do with my kid, and he'll probably end up being a fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and I'm scared of that. I'm very scared of that situation. Well, you just bring over Matreon and, you know, have him teach him a lesson. Bro, imagine you're... Imagine what Matreon was thinking when that kid just <laughs> squared up. Oh, well, you lift your fucking hands up at least and recover your face. I mean, at least do that. I mean, this is going to hurt. If, so see, I think that's in parenting, though. And I don't think you're going to be a pushover. Like, I fucking treated my dad like he was Matreon. Like, I was never fucking doing anything. True. You know what I mean? True. It's like, just like Tim McAfee. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, if I get out of line, this guy's going to knock my fucking teeth out. It's about as simple as that. Fair and square lair. Yeah. But I don't know if you're allowed to these, these days. Oh, yeah, well, if you're in the comfort of your own home. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, because he, yeah, he broke in, right? He's Yep, and that's how you open the movie too. You said it. Tim McAfee driving that truck and then throwing soccer balls at you against the fence. <laughs> Taping you know? me to the fence. <laughs> yeah. and that's how you open it up. Sam, um, we were going through Netflix and there was a movie from back in the day. Uh it had JT Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Thomas. Mm-hmm. And Chevy Chase in it. Okay. Oh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of the name, but where they go, uh, it's like a Boy Scout movie. They go camping. Yes. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so it was on. It was on either Netflix or movies section. We were scanning through it, and it popped up. And Sam said the name of the movie, and I was like, "Oh, I've seen that." And Sam was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, I've seen that." She was like, "That's incredible. That would have been something I would have guaranteed that you've never seen before." And I was like, "Why is that?" And she's like, "Well, because you spent your childhood being taped to a fence and having soccer balls." <laughs> and this is kind of what Nick always alludes to. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do a lot of the kids stuff. It's, yeah. I just don't know how. I mean, it worked out for you though. Look. Now I got bats flying around everywhere. Yeah, yep. something's moving on the far fence over there too. I'm sorry. I, Could be. I, I just, I, I got an eye. I'm not saying it's a hawk eye, but if something's moving and it's not a tree swaying against the white picket fence, it's I'm a looking. Coyote. Could be a coyote. Could, Could be, a, be a deer. A lot of deer. We got a we got a nice family of deer here. Well, that's it. My backyard was uh, became a little bit of a dark paradise out here. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely a pleasure. We thought the sun was going to stay out a little bit longer. It disappeared. The bats came to play, and we had a blast here. And there's something crawling in the back by the white picket fence. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm seeing something move in your back there. We're in the woods. Um, I don't want to talk too much. There's some acreage here. There's some acreage here at the house. Mm-hmm. I got a big field in the back. Sam's trying to load it up with cows, uh, horses, you name it. I would like a miniature bucking, bucking bull. Fern and dead. Say it again. Fern and dead. Oh, Just boy. flip the first N in the uh, the, fir- the N in the first D. Dead Fernan. <laughs> he did. He flipped it. You asked. He did it. Yeah. If you drop dead, gun to head right now, what is the name of the John Cena movie where he plays a full size bull and not a miniature bucking bull? Fern and dead. All right. 
He's Are you mentally man. disabled? Yes. <laughs> yes he is, but he's a special individual. Zito, we appreciate you. Uh, if I was to get a miniature bucking bull, we would name it Fernadad. And not Ferdinand, obviously. We would name it oh. Fern. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Silent D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Silent. <laughs> Silent D. Silent, Silent D. It's like comb. <laughs> If we if we are to get any animals in the back, it would be a miniature bucking bull. And we would name it Fernadad. Also, another huge announcement. Um, Sam and I have come to an agreement. We've come to terms. Oh, oh nice. here we okay. go. Okay, Zito is allowed to read at the wedding. Let's yeah. go! Yeah. Congrats, Z. All right, so send us uh, two. What did pictures. that cost you? I don't know. Everything. <laughs> you know what? We're not allowed to. So, a pig. I feel like we're going to have to get a miniature bucking bull. <laughs> so send us a picture of what you think the miniature bucking bull will look like and, on the flip side, what you think Zito will look like while reading oh, in front of a pretty large crowd uh, at my wedding. And uh, you put two pictures of those there, and it makes us laugh, makes Ty Schmidt laugh after he wakes up probably 1, 2 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> you will get some free merch from our store. Don't we can't that. thank you enough for fucking with us. You're the absolute best. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame now has a little yeah, thing on it. so yep. cool. Yeah. Shout out to the inventors doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, stealing we, we'll, it. We'll take them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll oh, take yeah. them for sure. Uh -huh. And if it trends, taking credit for that as well. Yep. Uh, send us pictures of Zito reading. And also a miniature bucking bull named Fernadad. <laughs> and uh, aside from that, we can't thank you enough for listening to this show. Zito's going to close this thing out with an ad read uh, to practice oh. for the wedding. And then Ty Schmidt's going to play some music. And uh, we're so thankful you choose to listen to us. We're very, very lucky human beings. I have no clue what the future holds for me, for us. But I know us as a team with you on our side, yeah. there is no mountain that we can't climb. Yeah, okay. There is no struggle that we can't overcome. Yeah. Right? There is no adversity that we can't crush because together as a team, yeah. we are in the Vince. Vince. Uh, uh. Bull. Hey, hey! Ooh. Tell you what, didn't know what word was coming out there when I started the first word there. <laughs> Sounded in, good, though. Yeah, but it came together. Yep. Oh, yeah. We are invincible. Mm -hmm. Nope, that's not a word. That in, is not a word. Uh, <laughs> we are invincible. There it is. Take out the We thumb. are invincible. Silent You get it. Fuck it. Zeno, please. Uh, we have to make some money here with this ad read. You got it. Have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping and Joybird? The company behind it all? No. no. Oh, my gosh. Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to you and your home furnishing. Okay. And that you should always have the freedom to be boldly original. Okay. Yeah. I like that. From idea to reality, they empower you to create the space and furniture that brings you joy. That's yeah, awesome. How, how is it on your home? Oh, my home is amazing. The pub has so much Joybird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Joybird, too. Joy I love Joybird. It's so joyous around the house, you'd you think birds are chirping everywhere. <laughs> With Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. Turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options. Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
from mid-century modern to contemporary classics, customizable in an amazing array of fabric choices, from rich buttery leather and plush oh, velvet to every color imaginable. Mm -hmm. Wide range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options available. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Free personal design consultants to, to help nail down your perfect design. Yeah, we oh, used that for the pub. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Nail down. Each Joybird piece is made by hand with care and precision, using high-quality hardwood and responsible, responsibly sourced materials to fit your exact specifications. Nice. Limited lifetime. I know. Very good word there. Um, limited lifetime warranty included. Wow. Let me tell you one more thing about this. Okay. 365 days home trial. Skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home. Joybird. Let's go. Sit up. On it, sleep on it, and break it in. If you don't love your joy bird, return for a return it for a full refund. Yep, it's hassle free and in home delivery. They'll even remove all the packaging materials. That's always actually a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. still have in our backyards. Too, yeah, us oh too. Yeah, gosh. free returns within two weeks delivery. See how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create the furniture that brings you joy. Today at joybird.com backslash McAfee. Are you sure it's backslash? Backslash. backslash? Oh, I don't know. Backslash. It's leaning back. Is it leaning back? It's leaning back. Had a boy Z. There you go, Z. Had a boy Z. Go to joybird.com McAfee and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off mm. your first order by using the code McAfee. And that is at joybird.com backslash MC. A-F-E-E. -E. Let's go! Oh, no! Let's go, Z. Hey, just want to uh, let everyone know it's actually forward slash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Connor, you were co-signing. As soon as you co-signed, I knew that was wrong. Uh, shout out to Zito for the good read there. Some words just kind of all run together there, but that's no big deal. You get the it. wedding will you love it. it. You get it. Joybird, by the way, shout out to them. Incredible way to furnish your house. 25% off with a 365-day trial. Nice. You're not going to find that anywhere else. No. Joybird.com forward slash McAfee. Shout out to them. Also, Ty Schmidt. Yes. Hey, Zito, you did great. Thank you. Nice job. job. Nice job, Z. Free for those, Zito. For those listening, uh, Ty Schmidt had to edit out five attempts there. So we, <laughs> so we would keep, keep our advertiser there. We so love Joybird. We do love, love Joybird. We love, love it. Joybird's for you guys. Hey. Joybird's not going to love that. So <laughs> if. Either if is you're Sam. Buying, Either it, is Sam. Yeah, Sam. Let's hope Sam has already bailed out already. <laughs> so if you are thinking about buying furniture for the good of the wedding yep. and for Zito, Thank you. please go joybird.com forward slash McAfee, 25% off, 365-day trial. Shout out to them. And shout out to you for listening to this show. It's been outrageous. Uh, from Gorms, Ty, Foxy, Nick, no drink having motherfucking Connor. <laughs> That's me. And Zito, let's have an incredible weekend. Heartland Radio 2.0 is uh, tomorrow. Office Championship Wrestling. OCW. 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 Next Wednesday at noon. When I say the think tank doesn't always come up with great ideas, <laughs> I'd say that's an accurate statement. Some yeah. things get thrown out that aren't great ideas. Most of mine. Ladders. You, you do throw out a lot of things that we kind of bounce around, but they lead to bigger and better ideas, so mm. keep shooting. 15%. Jumping off a ladder onto a trampoline in front of the Hardy Boys, aggressive decision. A lot of One of our one of our best ideas. I I'd say. say. But I'm saying a lot of things could have went wrong there. Oh, yeah. Of course. For sure. Office championship wrestling coming on Wednesday. Just know that we have the devil wrestling against somebody to save you. What? OCW. 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 <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Um, <laughs> but it'll be fun. 
just like Heartland Radio 2.0 tomorrow. Go around the room real quick. One spring or summer banger to close this thing out. We'll pick as a group the best. Jeffrey Gorman, please. Could you be loved, Bob Marley? Okay. Could you be loved? Screaming summer to me. And And in love. Yeah. That is a heater right there. Good one. That, I'll tell you what, it's going to be tough to top that. Foxy, are you anywhere near a microphone? Best day ever, Mac Miller. Cool. Best day ever, Mac Miller. Also a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be the best day ever. Yeah. Ty? Uh, new Kids on the Block, Summertime. Oh, okay. What is that, summer? I think about you in the summertime. And all the good times we had, baby. Been a few years and I can't deny. Uh huh. The thought of you still makes, makes me crazy. crazy. Think about you in, in the, the summertime. summertime. I'm sitting here in the summertime. Summertime. Got to be new kids on the block. Yeah, that's yeah. a good song. Nick. Uh, hooch. By everything. Oh, Who got the hooch? Okay. Who got the hooch? That's that one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. That's a good one. Good call there. Uh, Connor, can you like to hear this? I was listening to uh, Summertime by Kenny Chesney earlier. A tick a bum wow. That is a heater right there. Summertime is finally here. Boner. Yeah. Boner. I don't think he says that. It don't park no cars. It's not done here. Ballpark Man is back in gear. There it is. That's what I was talking about. Ballpark. It's about to be Kenny Chesney season. That's what oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spring and summer comes. It's it's country Kenny Chesney hey, season. Hey, no yep. shirt, no shoes, no problem. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This whole goddamn Save for a rainy day. Uh, Zito? Uh, I have In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry. In the summertime. When the weather is hot. In the summertime. We got winter. We got winter. Yep. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's good. What I got my toes in the water, oh. ass in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand, life is good today. That's what I got. I'm a Zach Brown guy. Yeah. So I think that greets. Zach Brown bit, eat and greet's a genius idea. That, that, that eat and greet by them is a genius idea. Uh, Zach Brown, Kenny Chesney, country season is upon us. Ty Schmidt has to decide which one of those he le- ends the show with. Uh, tweet us and let us know if he did good. Also, send us pictures of Fernadad and Zito reading <laughs> at the, the wedding. Cheers, Heartland Radio 2.0 is tomorrow. Office Championship Wrestling coming Wednesday. Have an, have an incredible weekend. Happy Easter. He will risen. Yes. Because yes. he hasn't yeah. yet. Correct. Not yet, but okay. he will. He will on Sunday. Yeah, he'll, he will rise. I hope so, man. A lot of people have been waiting a long time. I have. It's a long, long time. Gorman, you're a very religious guy, aren't you? Not really. Shit will hit the fan. If he comes back, I'm good where I'm at right now. Got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand Life is good today, life is good today Well, a plane touched down just about three o'clock And the city's still on my mind Bikinis and palm trees danced in my head I was still in the baggage line Concrete cars with their own prison bars like this life I'm living in.
But the plane brought me farther I'm surrounded by water And I'm not going back again I got my toes in the water Ass in the sand Not a worry in the world A cold beer in my hand Life is good today Life is good today Adios and Valconeos Yeah, I'm leaving GA And if it weren't for tequila and pretty senoritas I'd have no reason to stay Adios and Valconeos Yeah, I'm leaving GA Gonna Sun and roll a big fat one and, and grab my guitar and play The four days flew by like a drunk Friday night as summer drew to an end They can't believe That I just couldn't leave And I bid adieu to my friends Cause my bartender, she's from the islands Her body's been kissed by the sun And coconut replaces the smell of the bar And I don't know if it's her or the rum I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand Life is good today Life is good today Adios and Viacondios A long way from GA Yes, and all the muchachas They call me Big Papa When I throw pesos their way Adios and Viacondios A long way from GA Someone do Pour me some Jaeger And I'll grab my guitar and play Adios and Viacomils Going home now to stay The senoritas don't care Stay. Adios and Viacondios Going home now to stay Just gonna prop up by the lake And put my ass in a lawn chair Toes in the clay Not a worry in the world A PBR on the way Life is good today Life is good today